Last time, we talked about how everything in the world got here, didn't we? And how did they get here? Yes, in the Bible, it says that God created the whole world and everything in it, the sun and plants and animals and people, and that he did it in six days. And God had looked at all that when he had finished creating it, and it was all good, all just right. Do you remember where in the Bible we find that? That's right, in the book of Genesis, in the very first pages of the whole Bible. Now, what was the name of the first man? Do you remember? Yes. The very first man was named Adam. And where did Adam and his wife live? That's right. They lived in the beautiful Garden of Eden. The Garden of Eden sounds like a wonderful place to live, doesn't it? But we don't live in the Garden of Eden now, do we? I'd like to live there, wouldn't you? So, why don't we live in that beautiful Garden of Eden now? Well, the Bible tells us about that, too. So now I'm going to open my Bible to the next few pages in Genesis and tell you about that today, about why we don't live in the wonderful Garden of Eden now. Would you like to hear about that? All right, then. Adam and his wife lived in the beautiful Garden of Eden and were very happy there. We don't know how long they lived there. The Bible doesn't tell us. And it seems that the Lord God used to come in the evenings and talk with them there. That must have been wonderful to be able to visit with God that way. But one day... Something really bad happened. It is very sad, too. And this bad, sad thing is the reason why you and I don't live now in the lovely Garden of Eden. What was this bad, sad thing? Well, I'm going to tell you about that right now. Now remember, there were animals on earth. And the Bible says that the snake was very clever. And the Bible says the snake could talk. And one day the snake came to the woman and asked her a question. The snake said to the woman, Is it true that God has said that you can't eat from all the fruit trees here in the garden? The woman answered the snake and said, Oh, we can eat from all of the trees in the garden, except for just one, the one in the middle of the garden. God told us not to eat from that one or even touch it, or we would die. Do you remember which tree that would be? Yes, it was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And why wouldn't God have wanted them to eat from that one tree? Why, because now Adam and the woman only knew good things. But if they ate the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, 
then they would know bad things as well. And it isn't good for us to really know bad things, is it? But then the snake said, Oh, you wouldn't die if you ate it. Now that wasn't true. That was a lie, wasn't it? God had told them that they would die, and God always tells the truth and always does what he says, doesn't he? So the snake told the first lie in the beautiful world that the Lord God had created. Then the snake said to the woman, You won't die. It's just that God knows that you would know all sorts of things if you ate it. Why, you would be like God and know good things and bad things. Now, what should the woman have done then? Yes, she should have gone right away from that snake and not paid any attention to it. When people tell us to disobey, we shouldn't listen to them, should we? And I also think the woman should have told Adam what the snake was telling her. But she definitely should have told God the next time he came to visit with him. But instead of doing that, the woman stayed there. Then she looked at the fruit that God had told them not to eat, that God had forbidden, and it looked like it would taste good. And it was pretty fruit. And she got to thinking that it would be nice to know lots of things that she didn't already know. So what do you think the woman did then? Oh, dear me. Even though she knew she shouldn't do it, the woman picked a piece of the fruit and ate it. And then she gave some to Adam, and he ate it too. Now, to do something that God tells us not to do is called to sin. Sin is disobeying God, isn't it? So this was the first sin in the beautiful world that the Lord God had created. It had all been good before, hadn't it? But now there was sin in it. Now, remember, I told you another time that Adam and his wife didn't wear any clothes in the Garden of Eden, and that was all right, wasn't it? That was just the way God had made them, and they didn't think anything about it. But now, when Adam and his wife had eaten from the forbidden fruit, they suddenly realized that they were naked, that they didn't have any clothes on. And they didn't like that. So they took some big fig leaves and sewed them together and made sort of aprons for themselves with them so that they wouldn't be naked anymore. Well, as the day was cooling down, the Lord God came walking in the garden. And Adam and his wife heard God's voice, and then they hid from God among the trees. Now, can we really hide from God? No, of course not. God can always see us, and he always knows when we've been good, and he always knows 
when we've been bad. But because God can always see us, He can always take care of us too, can't He? But Adam and his wife tried to hide from God. And the Lord God called Adam and said, Adam, where are you? Now, did God really know where Adam was? Of course, but he wanted Adam to come to him. Adam answered God and said, uh, I heard your voice in the garden, God, and I was afraid because I'm naked, so, so I hid from you. Then God said, Who told you that you were naked? How did you know? Do you think God knew what Adam had done, that he had eaten the forbidden fruit? Of course God knew. God knows everything, doesn't he? But God wanted Adam to say what bad thing he had done to confess his sin. Then God said, Did you eat from the tree that I told you not to? Well, sometimes it's hard to say when we've been bad, isn't it? So Adam didn't come right out and say yes. Instead, Adam said, uh, the, the woman you gave me for my wife, she gave me some of the fruit from the tree, and I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? And the woman didn't come right out and say yes either. Instead, the woman said, The, the, the snake tricked me, and, and I ate it. Then God didn't ask the snake why he had tricked the woman. The Lord God just said to the snake, Because you've done this, you are cursed more than any other animal. You will have to crawl on your belly and eat dust all of your life. And I will make it so that you and the woman are enemies of each other. And the woman's descendant will hurt your head, and you will hurt his heel. Remember, a descendant is a child or grandchild or great-great-great-grandchild of a person. Now, what does that mean, that the woman's descendant would hurt the snake's head and the snake would hurt the heel of the woman's descendant? Well, that was a prophecy. This may be a little confusing, so you listen carefully and I'll explain what it means. That was a prophecy that someday someone born to a woman would win over sin. By doing that, he would also win over the devil. The woman's descendant would hurt the devil a whole lot when he won over the devil. Now, the woman's descendant would be also hurt, but not nearly so much as the devil would be hurt. But here, the Lord God was talking to the snake, wasn't he? But later, the Bible calls the devil a snake. In fact, some people think that the devil had gotten the snake to go trick Eve into eating the forbidden fruit. The devil doesn't like for people to have good things, and the devil wants us to disobey God. So, who was the Lord talking about here who would win over sin and the devil?
Yes, here in the Garden of Eden, the Lord was talking about Jesus. You see, thousands of years after this, Jesus, who is also God, was born to the woman Mary. And Jesus won over sin by dying on the cross for our sins. But Jesus didn't stay dead, did he? No, he rose from the dead. Of course, Jesus was hurt when he was put on the cross, wasn't he? But Jesus, in this way, also won over the devil's evil plans for people. And that's what the Lord meant when he said that the snake would hurt him, because, of course, Jesus would be hurt as he was on the cross. But when Jesus would win over sin and win over the devil's evil plans, that would be hurting the devil very much, wouldn't it? It would be sort of like the devil had his head hurt, wouldn't it? But having your head hurt, Jesus winning over sin, would be a much bigger hurt than just having your heel hurt, Jesus being on the cross, wouldn't it? Jesus was just hurt for a few hours, only while he was dying for our sins. But the devil hadn't wanted people to be able to have a way to have their sins forgiven and someday be able to be with God forever. So the devil was hurt forever in that his evil plans were destroyed forever when Jesus died for our sins. So, what the Lord God told the snake there in the Garden of Eden was a promise to people that though someday Satan would hurt Jesus, that Jesus would win over Satan. It was a promise about Jesus who would come to make a way for us to be saved from our sins, wasn't it? And how can we be saved from our sins? That's right, by asking the Lord Jesus to forgive us, trusting Jesus to do that. But let's get back to what was going on in the Garden of Eden at that time. The Lord God was talking to Adam and the woman after they had eaten the forbidden fruit. First, God had told the snake that it would crawl on its belly, and then came the prophecy about a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. So now let's go on with what happened next in the Garden of Eden. Well, next the Lord God talked to the woman. He said to her, You will have lots of children, but you will have unhappiness too. Then the Lord God talked to Adam. He said to Adam, Because you did what your wife said, and ate that fruit when I'd said you shouldn't eat it. You aren't going to be able to grow food in the earth easily, as you've been doing. Instead, you will have to work very, very hard, and then lots of weeds will grow too, and someday you will die. Remember, God had warned Adam and his wife before that they would die if they ate that forbidden fruit, hadn't he? But they had disobeyed and eaten it anyway. So now, these punishments were their own fault, weren't they? And that is when Adam named the woman Eve. Eve means living or life-giver. And the woman Eve 
would be the mother or grandmother or great-grandmother and so on of everyone on earth, wouldn't she? But the Lord God still loved Adam and Eve, even though they had disobeyed him. And God made clothes for them out of the skins of some animals. But the Lord God knew that they couldn't stay there in the beautiful Garden of Eden now, because there was another special tree in the garden that it would have been all right for them to eat before, but now they shouldn't. And what do you think that tree was that they wouldn't be able to eat from now? Yes, that was the tree of life. But why couldn't they eat the fruit from the tree of life now? Well, remember, God had said that now someday Adam and Eve would die because they had disobeyed him. But if they were to eat from the tree of life, they wouldn't die. So now they would have to leave the Garden of Eden so they couldn't eat from the tree of life. And it was their own fault that they would now have to leave the Garden of Eden, wasn't it? If they hadn't disobeyed God and eaten the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, they could have stayed in the beautiful Garden of Eden and they could have eaten the fruit from the tree of life. So the Lord God made Adam and Eve leave the beautiful Garden of Eden so that they wouldn't be able to eat from the tree of life. And to make sure that they didn't come back into the Garden of Eden, God had cherubim and a special kind of sword there, a flaming sword that turned every way. Cherubim are something special from heaven, sort of like angels. The cherubim and special sword were to keep them from ever coming back into the Garden of Eden and eating from the Tree of Life. Now, of course, sinners could not eat from the Tree of Life. And because Adam and Eve had sinned and had eaten the forbidden fruit, they had become sinners, hadn't they? And. Since Adam and Eve are the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandparents of everyone in the whole world, that means all of their children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren and so on are all sinners, too. And since Adam and Eve are our great-great-great-great-grandparents, that means that you and I are sinners, too, aren't we? We all do bad things sometimes, even when we may not mean to. And all of this is the reason why we don't live in the Garden of Eden now. We don't live there because Adam and Eve sinned, and sinners can't eat the fruit of the Tree of Life. That is a very sad story, isn't it? But sad things happen when we disobey, don't they? But there are two happy things about this sad story. One happy thing is that God can still love us even when we sin. And the other happy thing is the prophecy that God gave to Adam and Eve that Jesus would come to be our Savior and forgive our sins if we trusted him to do it.
And again, how would Jesus do that? Well, Jesus is God too, God the Son. And he came to earth and died for our sins. He did that because he loves us so very much. Then Jesus was alive again, and many people saw him. And then he went back to heaven, where he lives with God the Father. And if we trust the Lord Jesus to forgive our sins, he will. God always keeps his promises, doesn't he? And if we have trusted Jesus to take away our sins, he will be our king now. And then someday we can go to heaven and be with him forever. Won't that be wonderful? But there is another happy thing we can think about this sad story. It has to do with the tree of life. The Bible tells us that someday the Lord Jesus will come back to earth and be king of the whole earth. And if we have asked Jesus to forgive our sins, we will be with Jesus forever here. And in the very last pages of the whole Bible, it tells us that the tree of life will be there then too. Yes, after the Lord Jesus comes back and things are all settled, the throne of God will be there and the tree of life will be there. And then, if we have trusted in Jesus, not only will we be with the Lord forever, but also we won't ever sin again. Just think! Won't that be wonderful? And then we will be able to eat the fruit from the tree of life. So the tree of life is told about in the very first pages of the Bible and in the very last pages of the Bible, in the beginning of the Bible and in the end of the Bible. And do you want to know something interesting? Thousands of years after Adam and Eve had to leave the Garden of Eden was when Jesus came to earth. And at the time of Jesus, most people spoke Greek. And do you know what the Greek name for Eden is? It's paradisos. And that is where we get the word paradise. Yes, in the Greek, the Garden of Eden is called the Garden of Paradise. But also, in the New Testament, paradise is a name for heaven and for the new heavens and new earth after Jesus comes back to be king. So all those who trust in Jesus to save them for their sins will someday be with Jesus in paradise forever and will be able to eat from the tree of life. It will be like we're in the Garden of Eden, only better. So, what did we talk about today? We talked about why we don't live in the beautiful Garden of Eden now, didn't we? 
But first we talked about when Adam and Eve had been able to live in the Garden of Eden, that the Lord God himself would come and visit them. But then one day the snake lied to Eve, and instead of going away from the snake, Eve listened to him and disobeyed God by picking the forbidden fruit and eating it and giving it to Adam, who also ate it. So then they had to leave the Garden of Eden so that they wouldn't be able to eat fruit from the Tree of Life. They couldn't go back into the Garden of Eden anymore. And that's why we don't live in the Garden of Eden today, isn't it? In fact, the Garden of Eden isn't even anywhere on the earth now. It's gone now. Yes, Adam and Eve had disobeyed God, and disobeying God is sin, so they had to leave the Garden of Eden. But we also talked about that God still loved them and promised them that someday a Savior would come. And we know that Savior is Jesus, don't we? And if we believe in Jesus, trust him, he will save us from our sins. And then someday we can be with God forever and ever. Won't that be wonderful? Also. If we have trusted Jesus to save us from our sins, then someday, after he comes back to earth, we will not only be with him forever, in a place even better than the Garden of Eden, but we will be able to eat the fruit of the Tree of Life. Now what can we learn from this true story? Well, there are two very important things that we can learn from this true story. The most important thing we can learn is that God loves us very much, and we can have our sins forgiven by asking Jesus to forgive us, by trusting in Him. And the other important thing we can learn is that we shouldn't listen to people who tell us to do bad things. Instead, we should do what God wants us to do right? Next time, I'll tell you about how life was after Adam and Eve had to leave the Garden of Eden. I think you will find it very interesting. <music>